Well, hello, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore money through a spiritual lens. I'm Elle, a certified financial planner and a witchy old soul who just so happens to be going through a spiritual awakening myself. I launched this podcast to provide practical tips for stepping into your own wealth, purpose, and sovereignty as you navigate your own spiritual awakening. I lean on my own experiences in finance to look at money through the lens of energy, spirituality, science, and intuition. You'll gain financial knowledge to step into your soul's highest purpose and prosperity through a combination of episodes focused purely on financial terms, but also we'll explore a variety of spiritual topics as they relate to your money and wealth. If you're ready to step into ease and flow in your financial life and let that ripple across every single aspect of your life, stay tuned. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I have a special guest on today, Lauren, who is an Akashic Record reader. And I first heard her on another podcast, the Mystic Rebel podcast, and I knew I had to book a session with her, and I did, and it did not disappoint. And so I knew that I wanted to have her on because in keeping with the theme of working through money blocks, working through our own traumas, I feel it's necessary to shed some light on alternative healing modalities besides just traditional therapy. And accessing the records as well as past lives is to me one of the absolute best ways to heal your money traumas and blocks as well as any kind of traumas and blocks that you may be experiencing patterns that you may be be repeating in life and the records can also be a fantastic way just to gain clarity if you're feeling stuck or feeling confused or feeling like you are ready for more information, but you don't quite know where to go. So Lauren and I talk about so many different topics, but I really just let her share her own perspective on her own spiritual awakening, as well as how she accesses the records and helps people. And lastly, we get a little bit into intergalactic beings, which is a personal interest of mine. You may hear me talk about it here and there on the podcast. I've always felt connected to other civilizations and other star systems. And if you're just going through an awakening, you will find that we are not alone in this universe. We are not alone. I'll leave it at that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and grab a cup of tea and take a listen. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the Perspective Podcast. I'm really excited to have you today. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for for allowing me to share my story and you know share the the tools that I've picked up along the way in my own awakening, my my own you know spiritual journey and process that I'm just. Re- passionate about sharing to help others who are going through that because when I was going through it it was you know like 2010 2011 2012 and you know didn't have access to information like 
we do today. So it's, it's so special that we're able to share, you know, our own stories and the tools and the support that we've found along the way to help everyone else who's also going through this now. Absolutely. I think you're right. I think I was kind of going through it around the same time and there just weren't the resources there are now. I think I was just reading books, just pulling books out of the library that I had never even heard of, just trying to gather as much information as possible. So I can definitely resonate with that. Um, Why don't you start kind of telling us about your own journey of your spiritual awakening and how it happened? Because I know it's really different for everybody. And Obviously, my audience is just going through this themselves, and I want them to hear what your experiences were like. Yeah, it it is so different, and it's all um, you know in our contracts too. So it's we decide how and when and we're going to wake up. So just knowing too that if you know you're feeling behind or feeling like you need to rush this process, that it's really all happening in divine timing, and some people it's rapid and it's fast and it happens almost overnight. For me, it was this really, really slow progression of, you know, really almost eight years, 10 years, and it needed to happen that way. Um, And it started back in the the first awakening I had, I should say, because I can really trace this back to childhood, but the first awakening happened in 2012. And it started when I was going through um, my whole life. There was just a complete disconnect of mind, body, spirit, and like me not wanting to be here on earth at all. I did not like it here. I was like scared of the society and confused and I didn't understand it and I didn't understand people. So, you know, that in addition to me just not loving my body and not feeling connected to the people around me kind of threw me into this cycle of, um, it was, you know, severe anxiety and depression and then an eating disorder. So I was like silently suffering from that from, I mean, seventh grade, the first memory I have, you know, in my like double zero Abercrombie skirt, throwing half of my lunch away, like thinking, you know, people would like me or I would like myself if I, I was thinner. It was just like this whole, it was very mental. It started very mental and emotional. And I guess, of course, physical too, but that went on for 10, maybe, maybe like seven years. Um, And then when I was 19, I was hospitalized twice actually for the eating disorder and for my mental health. And then that's when I decided like, okay, there has to be another way. I have to figure this out. And I got into nutrition, holistic health and wellness and, you know, doing this the right way. And then that's when I discovered mindfulness and I, you know, discovered yoga in 2013 and and it became such a staple practice in my life. And, um, so, so it really began with, you know, the disconnect with my body and then trying to figure it out on my own. Cause like, yes, I was in therapy, but you know, it was traditional therapy. You know, there wasn't, you know, healing of past lifetimes and, you know, understanding the soul. It was very linear. And then I wound up, you know, I was going through that healing process, but I wound up getting really sick. I developed an autoimmune from, you know, beating my body for 10 years 
of the over-exercising, the malnourishment. I'm like 35 pounds heavier now. Like, I don't know if, I mean, you follow me yeah. on Instagram. It's like, I think like 30 pounds I've put on is pretty crazy. Um, and you can't even really tell, but I wound up getting really sick and just the systems were like absolutely failing me. And the, I mean, I personally feel like the systems fail all of us, but we don't see it until mm -hmm. we're in that state of like, you know, the health, I don't have my health. I don't, you know, you lose a lot when you lose your health. So, you know, looking back, it's like, well, the system doesn't really support any of us, but I didn't really see that until I was in it. And and getting turned down and the doctors weren't helping me and I didn't have money to, you know, help myself get better. So I started to see like, oh, our healthcare system is so broken. Oh, our financial system is so broken. Oh, our education system is so broken because like if it, if it was really supporting us, I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in now where, you know, I'm so lost and so confused and have no money, no support, no direction. So that is what really catapulted my awakening. And that was 2016. So you can see it was like just the slow progression of like, okay, I'm peeling back a layer here. I'm peeling back a layer here. And then I started to, I moved out to Los Angeles in 2017. Um, I was bedridden for a year. I had to go back home. I lived in my parents' basement. I couldn't uh, do my laundry. I couldn't take care of my dog. I was so sick. And then spirit started to come to me when I was sitting in these doctor's offices, when they're telling me, you're going to live like this forever. You're going to have chronic pain the rest of your life. There's nothing we can do. Oh, you don't want to take this pill. Then why are you even here? Get out of my office. Mm -hmm. And I hear this voice saying like, um, saying, okay, don't attach to that. That's not true. Like you you are going to heal. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. So that was the second time that I ever heard that voice in my head. I, I was like, oh, I remember this. I had this happen in childhood. Mm -hmm. And so I recognized that it was spirit, but I didn't consider myself to be psychic or anything like that. I just had no other choice, but to listen, mm -hmm. you know, cause I was so confused and lost. And they said, you need to move to LA you're going there to learn and to heal. So I had an, a boyfriend that I was with at the time who I knew I needed to get out of the relationship, but he, uh, he, you know, had a job offer in LA and we, we went out there together. And then that's when I started to really get into the wellness scene. And I was working for, um, you know, companies like Moon Juice and Four Sigmatic and um, this, this organic almond milk company and having up um, those options of food choices and being around people who were mindful really started to help me get in that mindset as well. And I was learning so, so much. And then I started to realize that, you know, these voices from spirit, it's more than just what I thought it was. And I started to be introduced to psychics who were telling me like, okay, you're psychic. Let's, you know, uh, embrace this because I just wanted to be a normal person. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I already thought I was weird my whole life, you know, and now like, you're telling me I'm psychic. Like, can I just be normal and like go to happy hour with my friends mm -hmm. after work? Apparently not. So it took some time for me to accept that part of myself. And this was now 
now like 2018 when I started taking courses and um, really calling in my mentors. And I was on that path of healing. I still had symptoms. I was still definitely still, um, you know, resonated with having an autoimmune disease, but uh, I was definitely making progress and awakening even more and even more. And just the information came in slowly for me. I think that if, you know, you told me what I know now, five years ago, I wouldn't have been able to like hold and process that information in my body. So personally, I just see how I chose the slower progression of awakening because there was so much past life stuff that I needed to work through and healing that I needed to do before really, really stepping into that awakening. And then in 2020, uh, you know, with the pandemic, that's when the, you know, the 3D, 4D reality completely shattered mm -hmm. and, and the, the full, full awakening happened. And I stepped into that role of, you know, an Akashic record reader and a healer. Wow, that is an incredible story. You've come so far in five years. It's really amazing to hear, you know, everything that you've done in the five years and how much you've experienced and just from, from a health perspective too. It's, it's truly, it, it seems to be a theme with a lot of people awakening the health issues. That's how it happened for me too. And it also happened over a very long period of time. So I just love hearing that because I think it really helps my listeners resonate with your story and understand that they're not alone <laughs> and uh, I, I really I had some questions around this because you mentioned calling in mentors um, did you work with people one-on-one -on -one or were you like reading books or taking classes how did that process like unfold for you did you sort of manifest the mentors call them in in your meditations or explain that process a little bit yeah so I did manifest them but it took a long time okay and I was just like, where are they? Like, why aren't they coming? And it really is, it truly is just divine timing. So I had two mentors. I mean, I had many, but two that I specifically worked with in LA and one who, um, she, she didn't, yeah, I guess we can say three because she wasn't teaching me psychic skills, um, but she was like, uh, very much supporting my healing. Mm -hmm. and, and because of her is how I, I met a lot of those other mentors. So, you know, I was learning the Akashic records. I was in group, they were group classes um, of, you know, beginner psychic development all the way to advanced specialty topics. Like I did four, four massive courses in psychic development. Cause it is, it's a mastery and it's a skill that takes dedication and time and practice. And like, you know, when I was first starting to connect to spirit, I was not at the level that I am now. And I think people get really, um, confused and they compare and they're like, well, I want to you know, be able to receive the information in the way that you do. And it's like, you will, you, you absolutely will, but it does take time to, you know, turn on those psychic senses and train those muscles and understand how your guides are communicate. Well, first who they are and what they feel like and their frequency, and then how they communicate with you and like learning how to interpret that information. But it started with like, just, you know, women's circles really of, of doing deep healing and learning about ascended masters and angels and, you know, um, prayer and, you know, all of those, all of those things. 
And then I started really focusing on, okay, I'm definitely clairsentient and claircognizant. I've known that my whole life, but now I'm, you know, working on my clairvoyance. And eventually I, I did do um, a little bit of one-on-one work. For me, it's just like what was being offered at that time were group courses, especially, you know, my finances. I was very, very broke in LA. Um, and, you know, I definitely gr- the group was the only way it was going to work for me. I know some of my clients, like, I am offering a group class and they'll message me like I actually prefer one on one I just feel better you know working working one on one versus a group and we'll be learning the same exact thing Mm -hmm. that I'm teaching in a group but they prefer the one on one so I think it really depends on you know how you learn best and what you feel like you need but a mix of a bunch of different mentors. you know, getting heal, having more than one healer too, because everyone has their own gift and bring something different to the table. And, you know, you might, they might see something that another healer doesn't see. And you're getting to see how all of these different healers work. And that is, you know, that information coming in is an activation within itself. So um, yeah, I felt called to, to share that too. Absolutely. And you talk a lot about that too. I think on Instagram about discernment when it comes to choosing a mentor or working with someone, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. And just thinking about it this way too, like these, um, you know, spiritual mentors that aren't actually, you know, their intention isn't pure. This is nothing new. This has been happening from the beginning of time where there's deceit there. So it's not, you know, and, and so much of what we're experiencing in this lifetime is, is coming from past life experiences. So, and we're, we're spiritual beings by nature. Like that's who we are at a soul level. And we're always going to seek spirituality because it's innate within us. So, you know, there have been these, these moments in our history where they don't want us to connect to that part of ourselves um and you know like it's it's no secret that there's this looming control over our society and we can see that very clearly in our systems of being told exactly what to do and how to do it and what's good for us and what's not and it's like do these people really have our best interests at heart some know. So throughout history, there's always been this need to intervene in that connection to source God spirituality um, for that purpose of control. So with a lot of mentors out here now, like there, that concept of false light is like, it seems like, you know, they're connected to source and um, they want to, to help others, but some of them, you know, do have that intention of like, they know, you know, their, their practices are not pure love. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really hard to discern sometimes because like we're awakening and we're like, oh my gosh, like somebody, like I came across this person and I'm so excited and they understand me and I'm going to start working with them that we're, we don't yet see, you know, what's, what's really behind the scenes. And I had, you know, a friend 
that I actually learned the Akashic Records with and she wound up working at this, um, you know, metaphysical store that was really, really heavy energy and like not just not the best things were happening, you know, in, in that space. And she, she didn't see it. And it's like, okay, it's, it's okay if we, you know, make that mistake or it takes us a minute to be able to discern, you know, the right healer for us. A lot of times, uh, you know, my clients say, I felt it and I didn't listen. Mm -hmm. And for them now, that's just a lesson of like, okay, now we, now, you know, and now it's just more about trusting yourself when, you know, those little hints or feelings do come through, but, but some, you know, some mentors and some healers there, they are pure souls. Like they do have good intentions, but there's a lot of ego that they haven't worked through. Um, or, you know, they feel superior and that's not the, the type of energy you want to to connect with either because we're working to we're working to do the opposite right like we don't want to lead with our ego the our whole society leads with ego we're trying to understand our ego and lead with our heart absolutely so what would you say so for somebody who's just learning to discern i mean obviously i would say listen to your intuition learn to communicate with your guides and then ask questions uh is that what you would recommend yeah definitely and you know also just sitting, sitting with it, you know, before making a decision and even just, you know, getting to know the, the healer first and asking them, you know, about their process, asking them where they learn to do this work, um, you know, like how long they've been doing the work and studying and, you know, reading the, the reviews and the testimonials that other people have to say as well. And just kind of like doing your research, just like you would do research before uh, applying to a job. Absolutely. And so now you're doing this work. I assume you would call yourself a mentor for others. Um, and so can you tell us a little bit about what exactly you do? Yes. So I do Akashic record readings, which for those of you who don't know the, um, so all of the information of every soul in the, the universe, you know, whether that's through the earth mass consciousness or or beyond like the information of every experience, every thought, every feeling past, present, and future is stored within it's a frequency. So what I do is I uh, embody and become that frequency, become a match to that frequency. So I can then tap into the information and download that information to share it with you. So it helps you to better understand who you are at a soul level, you know, what your purpose is in this lifetime. You can explore past lifetimes, understanding, you know, soul contracts or relationships, different relationship dynamics and why you're having these certain experiences here on earth. And it just brings you so much peace because for me, at least the more I learned about myself, the more I was like, oh, this is okay, instead of, you know, looking at some of these behaviors or, you know, I was like very shy and always like, why am I so shy? And then just kind of being in my records and understanding the why behind that, it just brought me a lot of peace. And then it also just, you know, made me um, love myself even more. So, you know, a lot of people come to me and they're, it, they're working through trauma and they want to better understand that trauma because it's coming from a past lifetime or, you know, they're feeling like, 
I am not aligned, I'm not happy, and I need to figure out the right path for me. So we'll get into like, you know, career changes and is this relationship working for me? Kind of like 3D things like that, where it's just like helping them get into alignment. And then I do healings and psychic surgeries where I'm using light frequencies to clear any energetic blockages or, you know, stuck emotion or things that build up in our energetic body, then I teach. <laughs> so I teach how to read the Akashic records. I do two of those a year and I teach psychic development. And I also teach how to, uh, yeah, like how to uh, attune to and connect to the star systems. Cause that's something that I really enjoy as well. Excellent. Yes. And I downloaded your book, which is fantastic and has so much wonderful information about the star systems, which I want to get into later. Um, but I do have some questions, you know, I, I consider what you do to be like a complement to traditional therapy, um, when traditional therapy doesn't work because I have a lot of clients who go there first and realize, like you said, that it's very linear. It's very much rooted in the 3d and then they end up needing more support and seek somebody out like you. And I've worked with you myself, so I can attest to the fact that you, your work is amazing and, and you really helped me with clarity and alignment in my own life. But I also see it as a way for my clients to work through money blocks because most of us have them, you know, not only money blocks, we have a lot of blocks, but money is one of them because it's just energy too. So um, can you explain more about how working with the Akashic Records could help you clear these types of blocks? Totally. And, you know, I had just mentioned I was broke, still yeah. broke in LA, um, literally like, do I need like, you know, $20 to me, like coming out of my bank account was, there was anxiety there. Yeah. Um, so I had to do my own work around that too, as I'm sure you have, which is why it's like we experience these blocks because we're meant to be helping others through mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm, you know, this is something I'm still working on. I've made a lot of progress, but, and, and it's a question that I get often too, where people are like, why am I in this scarcity mindset? Why am I in this lack mindset? Because consciously I feel like I'm deserving of it and I'm, and I'm working toward it, but it's, it's all on a subconscious level. And sometimes I see that it comes from, you know, this lifetime where it's woven throughout the ancestral lineage because like our ancestors did ha did have to have that scarcity mindset with my family they went through a genocide and my my dad's family like built out a lot of long island new york and then lost everything and ha and had nothing so i'm i have all of that coming at me too that's not even my own that i needed to understand and clear so sometimes it's ancestral, sometimes it's past life where we went through traumas in our past life where we've lost everything or we had nothing. And, you know, money was, was a, a really big part of that. And that's still held within our, um, within our being. So it's just kind of understanding and getting to the roots of where these subconscious beliefs are coming from. And then the records, your guides also give tools of, okay, how can I work through this? What are the next few steps? Absolutely. Well, I think, yeah, I think your readings can definitely help people with that. Um, and then from the perspective of where you were at the beginning to now, how has your, I guess, ideas on money and business changed? Because you started your own business, right? So you went from working for other companies in LA 
uh, how did that manifest into your own work? Was it kind of a slow, gradual shift into client work or did you just cold turkey quit your jobs in LA? How did that happen? So I was let go at the start of the pandemic. I actually had a, a pretty crazy relationship to my boss. It was very karmic. I actually left because I just wasn't, my worth wasn't being seen. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. And I tried to leave, like, uh, I know my worth and this is not it. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to leave. And I wound up like a magnet right back there. So all, <laughs> all of the blood, sweat and tears into this company, it was a startup. I wore a thousand different hats. I worked crazy hours. And two days into the pandemic, she lets the whole team go before even seeing how this is going to play out or getting loans or anything. It was just like, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, honestly. And of course I was scared of what am I going to do? I've been, I even worked when I was super sick. It's like, I always felt like I need to be working hard mm -hmm. and that comes from my father who also has that mindset, but yeah, I took some time off and I focused on my health and finishing school and I just had to surrender and I wound, I wound up healing from my autoimmune four months after I left my wow. job. Wow. So it's like, so it was very much energetic as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's really yeah. fascinating. So, so once you surrendered, things started to happen for you in terms of starting your own business. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was definitely, you know, there were, I would say six months of just being and just, you know, focusing on healing and not feeling like I need to have this plan. And then spirit started to creep in. Like you need to start reading for people. You need to start reading for people. And I was totally blocked. I was like, I'm not ready. I don't feel confident. Like I didn't co consider myself a psychic even still. And it was just like this voice that just kept getting louder and louder until I was like, okay, I'm announcing it. I'm telling the world, like I'm telling my high school friends, my childhood friends, my family, like on Instagram that this is, you know, what I've been working toward the last three years, what I do. And that was a huge moment for me. And I offered to just do some free readings, like whoever wanted to, who's ever interested in this, like would love to practice on you. And then eventually it was like, okay, charge some money. And I'm like, okay. And then they're saying, okay, charge more money and create a website. And I'm like, okay. And then it just, it just took off pretty immediately. So I'm very grateful for that. It's funny how, when you get into like a soul led business, like you're in, how quickly things can change in your life, right. Compared to that, like patriarchal system, the corporate world where it feels like everything takes forever, right? It's just like a, just a totally different frequency. Um, and you can see that on your Instagram too. It's like, you really love what you do. And I love that about you. Awesome. Well, that's a really interesting story. And thank you for all that great information. I want to ask you about your book, your ebook that you posted uh, pretty recently. It's new, right? In the mm -hmm. last couple of months. Um, well, I took a look at it and I uh, Obviously it's chock full of a lot of really interesting information. So I thought you'd, sh you could share what you like about the book. And then I have some questions on it for you. Okay. Yeah. So this book has been a year and a half in the making. I started to, to realize that, or I always, I always knew like intuitively that, you know, there was life outside of, of the human race on earth. Like there had to be. 
Um, and then one, my, one of my very first mentors, you know, was a Pleiadian and she channeled the Pleiadians. And for those of you who don't know, they're, you know, this humanoid race that lives on the star system, you know, our neighbors, the Pleiades, and they're just this very loving, peaceful, gentle race who genuinely, I just felt like they wanted to help us. Like they, she was often channeling this information that just so much, so fully resonated with me. Um, and it was so heart centered. And that was my introduction to cosmic beings. And then the Pleiadians started to come to me. And it's, it's just interesting when there are people all over the world receiving the same information about these you know, other beings, like the way they look, their demeanor, their energy. It's like, how, how can we all be making this up? Right. Mm -hmm. So I then started to connect with other star uh, beings, um, like the Syrians and the Arcturians, maybe you guys have heard of them, but a lot of them are, you know, they've, their civilization once looked like ours where, you know, they've evolved as a collective and have moved beyond the struggles that we're currently experiencing here on earth. And they just genuinely, most of them want to help us and give us the information, the codes, the tools to, evolve into society where where it's held in unconditional love so i started to learn a lot from them they they taught me so much too in terms of what i do in my healings and i just started to collect information of like okay i'm seeing these beings like who are you and you know what's your what's and what does life look like for you and then eventually i was just like okay i need to get this information out because there, you can't really find it, you know, you can find a little bit, but it's kind of hard to, to trust where that information is coming from sometimes. So it's a hundred pages of over 15 cosmic beings in our galaxy and who they are, what they look like and why they're connected to, to humans. And it's, it's pretty cool. There's, there's definitely a, a lot of information in there. So definitely could be best to just pick it up, read a little bit, put it down, you know, not read it all the way through. Definitely. Yeah. I am. Um, see, I've always been really, really interested as well in, in other life. And it started with a radio program that I started listening to when I was in college. And I just completely became absorbed with this idea of other life out there and started to do kind of what you've said, connect inwardly with them. Um, before I understood how to connect with them, I, I kept thinking I was going to start seeing them physically and it never happened. I didn't quite get it, but eventually I learned that you can, you know, connect. It's all about frequency. So um, when I heard you're coming out with this book, I was really excited. I downloaded it and I read it. And um, one of the questions I had, so if they were like we are here on earth, do they have any sort of financial system? Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I feel like our financial system on earth is so backwards, frankly, and I don't even know how we got here. But I mean, have you seen where earth is headed in contrast to some of these other, other civilizations? So no other... Uh, uh planet star system that I've experienced has a financial system like we do. No one. 
and you know on I think I'm pretty sure you know also on Sirius on the Pleiades I mean definitely not on Arcturus there you know quote-unquote financial system is uh well on the Pleiades everything all basic needs are provided for mm-hmm. so like food water shelter all provided for and then you know everything else is volunteer base or you know people just take care of each other especially on Sirius too it's like they just see what what each person needs and they just go do it and they go help and that's that good karma that then comes back to them you know there's this whole um, system on the Pleiades too of growing food and same with you know inner earth Um, there's a Pleiadian civilization, a Lemurian civilization called Telos. And they say they feed like millions and millions of people with like, um, and they grow their food in water. So they don't use soil, but they have this system that, that just works and no one is hungry. No one is homeless. And, you know, no one has to pay for those basic necessities. And I think that the, at least the way, um, you know, and timelines are always changing here, but we will be moving into a digital currency system at some point. I'm not sure when I feel like, um, you know, maybe we'll start to see it in five years or so, maybe sooner. Mm-hmm. I think we're definitely headed that way. It's a question of when, but then also, don't you think moving more into a society like the Pleiadians or the Syrians require some level of just higher frequency, right? On a planetary whole, like moving into higher frequency. If, if part of the planet is not moved into that frequency, then it doesn't really work, right? So I guess it's just going to take time. It sounds like on earth, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen overnight, but I look forward to, to that day when our financial system has a fallen away and we've moved into something like that sounds really interesting and you share more about that in your book I think I do yeah and I thought too especially when I started to see these masses awakening and I was like oh my gosh it's happening now and it's like yes it is but it is gonna take time and that's okay like we we know that and we're you know strapped in for the ride and hopefully you know if if you guys believe in reincarnation which of course I do like we'll be back to see the day when mm-hmm. when Earth, you know looks like this utopia um but each person has to do their own inner healing and inner work and you know come back and clear their karma and many of us are doing that now but then you know there are people who are still creating harm and hurting others and like they've got to they've got to catch up at some point too. So it just will, it will take time, but we will, we will absolutely get there. Definitely. It's funny you mentioned karma. Cause that's one of the last things I wanted to ask you about is, you know, how you see karma and especially like the star seeds coming in now in terms of what their mission is and why they're here. Are you seeing more star seeds and people coming in to clear karma or to raise the elevation of the planet and the new earth like how I know because I know you work with a lot of different people what are you seeing in terms of like your readings with people and and you can also explain the term star seed I should we should probably explain that as well yeah so the star seed is a soul you know who's incarnating from 
you know, just a higher density, a higher realm where they are encoding the information, the ancient wisdom, the, the tools in their DNA, and then choosing to, you know, in whatever way, wake up in this lifetime to their mission. And then, you know, sharing that wisdom with the world and channeling these higher frequencies and anchoring them into the earth plane. I mean, same with the, the light workers, but seriously, have their own karma that they're playing out here on earth the Pleiadians as well it's like we're just still in the middle of it and that's okay um but I see more it's like star seeds are human too they're they're not really to be put on a pedestal I mean the only the only reason like they kind of are on a pedestal is because they're doing the work and they have pure intention versus the person who's turning away from the work and continuing to to hurt others like that's where I just see that how it can be seen as not superior or inferior but you get what I'm saying mm -hmm. right like yeah it's not that neutral. the star seeds are better yeah. yeah we're all neutral we're all here for different reasons yeah that makes sense right so on an individual level everyone is playing out yes we're all here to play out karma even the ones who are asleep to that or unaware um, and then the star systems too, like the Syrians have, they've been intervening with, you know, our DNA, with our history, like they've got to play out that karma and karma is not negative either. It's again, neutral. It's just part of the experience, but yeah, the, the playing out of karma is the, the huge part of the soul purpose. I'll say that. So uh, almost every session I get the question of what's my soul purpose and for some people, they're on a dual mission. They're here to serve the collective, but they're also here to like be human and work on themselves and work through their own stuff. Like they're not perfect either. So that individual mission of or purpose of why they're here involves that that clearing of karma for for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I know everybody wants to know what their mission and their purpose is probably in your readings, but it's really not that simple, right? It's because we could be here for multiple reasons. And I think our mission can change throughout life too. our purpose. We ascend or as we change, which we should, I think throughout life, I think our mission as creators and our purpose can change with us. And it's a beautiful thing. So a lot of my work with clients isn't just about money. It's about being creators and, you know, what we want to create in this lifetime and what we've been called to create. And I think you've talked about that a little bit, but in terms of energy and the records, can you talk a little bit about how we've been conditioned at, by our society to not realize our ability to create, to manifest, to co-create? Yeah. So that kind of gets into, um, you know, that topic of, the intervening of these souls that that control of humanity and of the planet where we've just been detached like we've been detached from our hearts and you see this you walk out and in, into the world like especially just into like the middle of a city and you're like wow no one is in their heart no one is connected to themselves no no one's living in their most authentic timeline and that's the the structures that have been put in place like how how can we possibly be in our hearts when we're forced to work a job that doesn't light us up to, to have money to feed ourselves just this cycle that that we're these star seeds these light workers are coming in to like break and saying hey 
wait a minute, like this does not work for me. And obviously, you know, talking to the older generations, like some of them who are stuck in, in those ways are like, well, we had to do it. And it's like, well, you're, it's not working for you either. And they're bringing in this new perspective and new way of thinking and new way of being that's shifting us out. And there are a lot of starseeds here whose mission is to disrupt the system. Mm-hmm. And those are, you know, there's many different terms for them, but those are the the indigo children and they're here to like their purpose is to be a disruptor in that way. Um, and I'm one of them too. And if you follow me, like I definitely try to stay in the light as much as I can, but I also do share, you know, those wake up calls of like, hey, come on, we don't have to live like this. And, and we, we are we are creative beings. We can create the life that we want to. Like we do not have to follow the rules of anyone else because those rules don't work for us. And that's not like we have these blueprints and these contracts that we create when we come to earth and the blueprints don't align with this, the way society is structured. And that put, that is what disconnects us from our heart and causes the depression and the anxiety and all of these things that we feel. Cause we're just like, this doesn't feel right to me. This like something's not right, you know? So it's unlearning everything that we have been taught and figuring out what's our truth and what's, you know, the belief and truth of other people that's been imprinted on us and really trying to get still within ourselves and clear within ourselves. So then we're able to figure out what it is we're here to do and and create that reality for ourselves. Mm, That's beautiful. I love how you describe it as a blueprint that really resonates. Well, thank you for all this incredible insight. Um, I would love for you to just share how people can connect with you and work with you if they're interested, because I am sure some of my clients will be interested in in connecting with you in some way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this has been so fun. I can't believe it flew by. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my Instagram is uh, at Lauren on earth. And then my website is laurenonearth.com. And I have a lot of Um, I share a lot on my Instagram and then on my website, there's so much information of all of the the different offerings that I do have. Thank you, Lauren. Everything you do is so in alignment with what I'm here to do as well. And I really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap on the ninth episode of the Perspective Podcast. I so enjoyed having Lauren on and hearing her beautiful story, and I hope you did too. I think learning more about the records can really help us explore our own financial and soul's journeys. And just a reminder, you can always access the records on your own, uh, but I have found it helps to have a bit of guidance at the beginning. So it means so much to me to be able to talk to you guys about all these topics openly and freely in this day and age without fear of retribution. And... I'm feeling really grateful for this community and I just took a look at my you know, Spotify wrapped list for the podcast, which was really exciting for me since I just launched it. And I saw that I already have listeners in like seven or eight countries. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out to those of you that aren't in the United States, especially those that are in Germany, because my husband is three quarters German and Deutsch. maybe I'll put a podcast out in German one day. But um, thank you all for listening. I love that this is such a global 
activity. I can connect with people all over the world. And that's one of the many reasons I wanted to start this podcast to impact human beings on every level, no matter where you are, financially, geographically, racially, um, it doesn't matter. You know, we're all here for some of the same reasons. And I really appreciate you being here. And um, I hope that you are already following me on Instagram at Spiritual Perspective Podcast and also have signed up for my newsletter on my website because there is a wonderful goal setting handbook there that I think will come in handy for you going into the new year. We're going to revisit goals, but also dive pretty deep into money and investing and crypto and how we can level up in that area. And I've been setting the stage and the groundwork for you in the last eight episodes, but we're going to dive pretty deep um, into 2022. 2022 is a year of complete transformation for many of us. If you're on this journey with me, this awakening, you probably are noticing massive changes within yourself and maybe even in the world around you in your own situation, especially with this recent eclipse. So you're not alone. And I hope that this has been helpful for you. And I really look forward to connecting with you in 2022. I believe I will have at least one more podcast episode dropping this month in December to round out the year. So thank you for being here and happy holidays, my friends.